welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for your ears in season two for both of your ears. That's right, we're not mono, we're stereo. I'm told we're only broadcasting mono, so forget what I said. My name is Jason. Hey, it's KJ, and in this week's episode, we welcome back to the third chair, young Statman's in the high house or in the chair, Luke Overby. Welcome back, Luke Overby. Next, find out if we have a guest when we play. Do we have a guest? Or you could always just look at the time code. It's a pretty dead giveaway. Up next, we'll do something with real thoughts. What? I don't remember, but KJ and Lover Bay and me, uh, well, no, I'm sorry, that's L over B. I guess the L stands for Luke. I'm reading off the paper. I'm very sorry, Lover B. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, we things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. So, what's up this week? Good is up. We've got young Statman in the chair. Stat young man. <laughs> Stat Hello. young Luke Overby. <laughs> is it young Stat? <laughs> Let's solve it right now. Is it young Statman? Stat young man, or some variant of that. I've been using uh, young stat man, okay. or then I or it. young stats or something. Young, like that. young stats. Okay. Doctor Miss. Starting with young. Yeah. So um, welcome back, young stats. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Mystery. You. Yeah. Um, Thank you. What is up? What is up? Well, these uh, past, I guess, couple, it's been two weeks now since we recorded with Brad. I think. Um, yes. It, they've been kind of difficult, as both of you know, but uh, and that's because yes. my stepdad did pass away. Um, the one that was, that I mentioned was on hospice a couple months ago. Um, so I just wanted to thank everyone, including you two, who have reached out, you know, during this time for love and prayers and support. It really means a lot to me. That's all I'm going to say about it. And so I'm going to move right on past to, uh, on a good note. I was able to get away this past week with uh, the Boundary Water Babes. So, and that turned cool. out to be exactly what the Hall of Famer and I needed a peaceful, relaxing weekend after the struggles. So, that was good. Cool. So, where'd yeah. you go this time? We went because of injuries, um, knee injuries from the Hall of Famer. And that was the main reason, but my back appreciated not going and doing portages. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to northern, uh, more like central northern Minnesota, where one of the Boundary Water Babes has a family cabin that has been in her family since the early 30s or early 40s, somewhere in there. And um, wow, it, it's on. It's it, it's interesting. It's on. It's actually a rental land. It's state land, but they own the cabin, and it's on an island in the middle of a lake. So we had to That's go neat. to a marina and get in her boat and dry and put all of our supplies on the boat and, and boat to the island. And then there was another island within that 
lake. I mean, another lake within that lake. It was, it's very interesting. It's called Lake Windigo. There's a lake within the lake? Mm-hmm. How's that work? Um, there's, a, there's, the, there's the lake. It's called Cass Lake, where the, the island is, that's on Cass Lake is called Star Island. And then within mm-hmm. that island, there's another lake. Ah, okay. And it's cool. It's the only one. Um, I think it was the only one in the northern hemisphere. The so only like lake the within a the, lake. The nexus of the Milky Way galaxy is what we're talking about. Exactly, then. you nailed is, it. Is there a term for that? There, there should be a term for for that. Uh, it's different than lake. It, well, no. Inter interlocking. Yeah. Well, maybe no. They just call it a lake within a lake. Yeah, maybe they what, don't. Maybe I, I call it. Maybe I called it that. I don't know what they call it. But this this actual Lake Windigo is you've heard me talk about William Kent Kruger, my the author from Minnesota who writes murder mysteries. Mm-hmm. He's actually written a murder mystery based on this lake, and I didn't know that till I got up there. I'm like, oh look, it's Lake Windigo. There was a murder here, a fake murder. <laughs> fake. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So it's kind of kind of fun to be there and to be visualizing what he was writing about. So is it a big island? Are there like multiple cabins on this island? Yes, there are. They were on the, I think, the West Shore, which had less cabins. Actually, you know what? She had the best spot. Her family really did have the best spot on the island because there was nobody around. But then on the South Shore, there's, I think she said there was like 80 cabins in all, all the way around. Wow. So that's quite a bit. But well, it sounds like it sounds like your side was more likely to have a murder, though. I know. I, we feel pretty lucky to get ha- have gotten out of there alive. I think you should. Yeah, I, I think you should. Yeah, you're lucky it wasn't named Crystal Lake. Why? Uh, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Okay. I mean. There must be some. You must be referencing a movie. Yes. Multiple movies. Okay. Should I guess the movie now? Sure. Let's play, let's, let's play <laughs> impromptu trivia where I give hints yeah. and see if you can get it. Do you know, Luke? Um, no, but I have a guess. Yeah, that way that's what I like. Is it, it's, so it's multiple movies. Uh, probably Jason. Probably a Jason movie. Yes, that is correct. Nightmare on Elm Street? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare on Crystal Lake? <laughs> <laughs> is Jason not Nightmare on Elm Street? No. I get those confused all the time. That's Freddy. Thank you. Yeah, Freddy. But they're not called Jason movies. What are they? I can't think of them. Mm, I'm trying to get a give a hint that doesn't give this away. Um, um, hmm. uh, if I gave you... Hmm. You'd be pretty unlucky to be on Crystal Lake. Yeah, you would be if you got murdered. That'd be unlucky. Yeah. Um, even fake murdered. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, my brain didn't work in this morning. Freddy Krueger. Were they called Freddy Krueger? No, that was that's, that's the oh, that's, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> 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 Uh, it's my brain. It's so my brain is so working. like blown away by this. I can't even think anymore. It's like, it's like it is like 
shut down my brain waves. So do you think people are yelling this answer it, right it now? It would it would be a hundred percent. Okay, it sorry be, everybody. It would it be is a pretty unlucky day. Yes. And it's numerically impossible for them to not be yelling this answer. Okay, so there's it, a number in in the title. And it would be a very unlucky day. Yes. To be at Crystal Lake. All these movies come out on a certain date of the year when they come out. They always try to release it on a certain date. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween is a holiday, not a date. Okay. Halloween October is- 31st. Yeah, it's a date. Oh, yeah. I, I, I guess. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's, yeah you're right. And it is um, a movie. So They all come out on a certain day of the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And not because it's the day that Friday. movies are Friday, yes. Friday, Friday, Friday. Oh, you got to be ki- You're kidding me now. You're <laughs> messing with me now. Um, not the Ice Cube movie. Beetlejuice. Right, not the Ice Cube movie. Yeah, and not Beetlejuice. Friday on, I don't remember. I can't remember. I'm not <laughs> oh, kidding you right on. now. come on. You've got to be and kidding Luke me. Luke keeps saying unlucky, but I'm not. My brain, here's how my brain's not working. I'm not. What's an unlucky date? What's an unlucky number? Seven. Friday the, Friday. No, no, that's. Friday's the lucky number. Seven is considered a lucky number. Seven is a lucky uh, number? No. Yes. Yes. Thirteen. Absolutely. Thirteen. Friday yes, the 13th. there we go. Yes. <laughs> Didn't I say that already? No, I no. Swear I you did. said Freddy Krueger. Oh, I said Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> and you said Nightmare on Elm Street. So what? Um, oh, I see why okay. he was saying unlucky. Okay. All right, now let's get now let's see if we can get all the subtitles for all these movies. Oh, I oh no yeah, chance right. I'm doing that. <laughs> I don't even know what those are. No, but one of them has to do with Crystal Lake, right? Yes, and there is one called Jason X. Okay. So, Isn't there a Freddy yeah. versus Jason too? That is correct. So. Well, Freddy versus Jason. I, I don't know if they made a second part to that. Freddy versus Jason. There it is, and there's an Alien versus Predator. Well, that I've heard of. It's um, it's very yeah, Fast and the Furious like with its uh, <laughs> it's just, with its <laughs> sequence. <laughs> but instead of cars, it's murder. I I yeah I. Well, what were we <laughs> we were talking about the Boundary Water Babe trip. And right. how okay, I was so on. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna combine babes and and fake potential murder okay. into what I want to say next. Great, I can't. So wait. this is a segue within a segue, like a lake within a lake. Okay, inter <laughs> inter inter <laughs> interlocking inter yeah okay interlocking yeah. Um, so I played this show at this place, r- very cool place, last weekend, and um. We're up there playing, and we, we, we played for like three hours, and we're pretty good. I'll send you some pictures. Um, it's, pretty, it's a really really cool, cool. place, nice, huge, like 150-foot LED screen behind us, and, you know, um, very cool. Like, it's an old, like, textile mill, I think, that they converted into a brewery slash restaurant slash music hall venue. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's one of the coolest places i played around here. That sounds cool, but... but... Three hours you played? That's like Springsteen-esque. Oh, yeah. Did you burn 800 calories, too? Probably more than that. Wow. Um, That's impressive. So you you have like six encores? No, (laughs) but we, this one person, or multiple people asked for encores, but this one person was very, this woman that I'm going to talk about was very, that I don't know, was very adamant about 
many things, but particularly that we did encores. So we're at the end of the three hours, roughly. And I mean, we probably got like three or four songs left to play. And we're, I mean, it's not like we stop and then we wait two, three minutes and then we play the next song. I mean, we're either going song to song or somebody from the stage is talking and we're doing, you know, banter back and forth, being stupid. I, it's sort of like, I sort of get into podcast mode on, on the stage at times and just be like, just say whatever comes to my mind. And sometimes it's funny and sometimes I can hear the audible gasp of the crowd going, I can't believe he said that. And I'm just like, I just keep, you know, just keep diving into it. But so we finish a song and this woman is standing at the very front of the stage, like right in front of me. And like I had at the end of the song, I'd like walked over to the front of the stage, just kind of lean over, leaning over anybody was standing there kind of playing, you know, just, you know, trying to entertain people. And she she's like, hey, come here, come here. So I have to lean down. I mean, because I mean, standing up, she her head's, you know, a barely above the top of the stage. So I lean down like what going? What is going on? We got to go to the next song. And she's like, hey, do you know, blah, 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 blah. And I couldn't really hear her. And I was like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. You know, just basically saying you realize you're interrupting what we're doing. We're on the stage. I know you've been drinking a little bit, but please go sit down is what I wanted to say. But she was she wasn't like overly aggressive. She was trying to be nice, but she was forward. And so I'm talking to her, and she's like, "Hey, do you know this?" I'm like, "None." Nah. I'm like, "I was like, we're in the middle of the show. We got to go play." And so I stood up and we finished playing. After the show, immediately when I stepped off the stage, she's like standing there, and she's like super close, like all up in my face, <laughs> and she's like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Hey." And, you know, this this happens every now and then. And so I just was like, hey, how are you doing? You know, she's like, you guys are great. I was like, thanks. And I was like, you know, I'm going to. And at this point, Jason's wife had left because my daughter wasn't feeling very well. So she took them. I mean, this is a place where you, it's a restaurant so you can take kids mm-hmm. and everything. So they were there. So but she had left like after the first we did like one set, took like a five minute break and then did a second set. And so uh, Jason's wife left after the first set. And so I'm looking around going. Okay, who do I know here that I can go and kind of be like, hey, come help me out here? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like when you go a place, it's, it's sort of like, you know, if you're out somewhere and somebody's like approaching you, you're like looking for the friendly people to be like, hey, I don't want to get into a one-on-one conversation with this person. Help me out a little bit of someone I don't know. You, you yes, understand what I'm saying? Exa- yeah. Yes, so, I do. So it wasn't, it wasn't the, anything the like overtly. Man. Yes, it, exactly. <laughs> the reverse exactly. wingman. Yeah. Reverse <laughs> Yeah, I needed goose. I need <laughs> to come help me. But um, so I'm looking around and people are like, and since Jason's wife is out there, who is usually really good at, you know, coming up and being like, hey, you know, what's going on? Um, she is, she wasn't there and everybody else is kind of milling off, grouping up, talking to each other. And so I'm looking around and she is like rubbing my arm <laughs> and... She's like, so you guys are going to play some more? I was like, nah, I said, I think we're done. I said, that was it. Because this is like midnight. And I said, I think we're done for night. We just played for three hours. She goes, I don't get to come out much. And, you know, I I came out to see you guys. And she's roughly my age. You know, I found out later exactly how old she, because she, I'll tell you what happened. But she's like, well, you you just got me going and you can't just stop now. And she said something like, you put a burr under the saddle and you can't then not ride the horse and i went what <laughs> what are you talking about that doesn't she's make sense like, to me no i was like it was like this weird like analogy of like 
okay, I know what she's saying, but that made no sense. And she's like, hey, I'm such and such as friend, blah, blah, blah. And turns out she's the friend of somebody who's married. Not somebody. She's the friend of the wife of the drummer of the band. Okay. Is what she said. She goes, I just came to see you guys for the first time, you know, and I don't get to come out much. And you can't just quit now. You got to keep playing. She's like, what do you know? Do you know this song? Do you know this song? She started naming these Led Zeppelin songs. I was like, yeah. I said, but she goes, Okay, what I said, but we're not we're not gonna play anymore. I said, you know, the sound guy has said that's it, you know, we're done for tonight. And he's up on the stage, like taking my, you know, taking um the monitor down or taking the the mic down from where I was standing. Uh-huh. So he's like, because he's already starting to pack stuff up because everybody it's time to go. And I looked up at him and he goes, he's standing right there in front of me, like up on the stage. And I looked up at him and was like, Yeah, he he said, you know, sound guys, he see he's already taking stuff down. You know, we have to stop. And he looked at me and he said, You guys could keep playing. And I went. And she turned oh, to no. look at him. I, I gave him this look of, dude, I'm going to kill you if you say, <laughs> I was like shaking my head and doing the, the, the cut it out, cut it out motion. This is and the exact like, opposite of the reverse wingman's responsibilities. Yes. Yes. He's like her wingman. Yes. yes. I was like, no, dude, help me out a little bit here. And so she turned and he was like, oh, and he just kind of mumbled and kind of walked and said, yeah, I'm taking stuff down. And he started, he kept doing it. I was like, thanks. And so she's like, so do you know, like, this song, you into, like, you know, what are you into from, like, the 80s? And I was like, she goes, because I'm going to my 30th high school reunion next year, and, you know, I need, you know, I need, I don't, I don't have anybody to go with me, and I'm going. Oh, boy. I am not going, you, obviously, I am not going with you. You're barking up the wrong tree. Do you not realize I am married? <laughs> and it was just this weird, she just didn't care. This, this, it's this bravado that is emboldened by i believe a little too much alcohol of spirits yeah yes that but sh- but just was not a good not a good scene for anybody but <laughs> she's like do you know like metallica songs i was like yeah i, I, I used to play and she goes well what else can you play and i was like well I, I can play anything given you know enough time i said but we're not playing anymore tonight and i said i have to go and i'm like Every at the end of every sentence, I'm like, I have to go, or I'm, you know, I have to go do this, or I have to pack up, or you know, I have to go talk to this other person. And she's cutting me off in the middle of the sentences, and she's like, "So do you know any like White Snake?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, I like Whites, yeah, yeah." And I'm just going, uh, and she's like, "You know, do you know? Do you know like Slide It In? Oh, which is one of their songs." And I went, "Nope, don't know that one." <laughs> uh. And like as she's doing this, she's like getting like way close to me, and I'm like trying to back up, and I'm against the stage. It was just super uncomfortable and weird, and I was like, I got to get out of here. Does and so what? No, go ahead. So I I was at that point, I was like, okay, I'm not even going to be, I'm not even going to try to disengage politely from this. I said, I said, nah, I said, I have to go. And I just walked over and sat down next to um, the the bass player's wife because she was sitting at the table talking with some of her friends. And I looked at her and I said, I need you to help me. And she was like, oh, with the other woman over there? And she pointed at this other woman who was at the other end of the stage that was had been dancing for like every song. Uh-huh. So she burned more calories than we did. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, no. I was like, she's, I said, this other one over here. And she's like, yeah, I got you covered. And so I sat there, and she and her friends talked to me until the other lady kind of um, went back to her group of people. It was more uncomfortable than usual for those situations. Well, she is this. I mean, is this would would this be the definition of a groupie? 
<laughs> you said that, not me. I'm just saying, I, like maybe it this was is a very, groupie. it was very. What's well, it's a groupie very if, if she shows up at the next show, right? Right. Yeah, and I which, can pretty much guarantee she will be. I don't think she is she, since she's a fan of the drummer who is. We have dissolved the band now. Oh. Boy, that yes. was fast. Wasn't this show this week? Is, or last is this week? why? <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it this way. It didn't hurt. <laughs> okay. I, and look, ultimately, it, was, it wasn't like, it wasn't like super inappropriate. It was inappropriate, but it wasn't like, I didn't feel like attacked or I, I was, I, didn't, I never felt like I wasn't in control of the situation, but it was one of those where I'm like, I can't imagine being a woman in the situation where some dude is pressing on you like this. Yeah. It, it, it made me feel really uncomfortable. And I mean, I've had this happen before where, you know, ladies will come up to me and in some cases, a few guys come up to me and are like, kind of, you know, they're obviously forward and you can tell their intention and what they're doing. And a lot of times I don't catch that at first and have Mm -hmm. to read the context, but they just keep, you know, going and going and going. And, it's always been like as as soon as I immediately, obviously show oh well you know I'm I either back away from them like you know just it's the unspoken signals that you give people yeah to yeah. to be like right. no, I'm not interested I'm no this is not no this is not where we're going with this and most people but this one in particular just it I don't know if she wasn't catching that I wasn't into what she was throwing but it was very she just kept going. And the, I couldn't believe the slide Slided it in. in. That, <laughs> well, you, you put a burr in that saddle. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then you ain't going to ride it? <laughs> you can't put a I, burr in I, the I saddle. You can't do that, Jason. Right. I, I, I gave her like the what? 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 Wait a minute, what? <laughs> That's not a saying. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. <laughs> It was just very, very, very um, ridiculous, over the top. Yeah, and I'm and ultimately I, harmless and fine, and you know, not not that she's ever going to listen to this, but it, it it was it was fine, but just yeah, and I can on. guarantee there, are, like you said, I can't imagine you know you can see how women might feel. I can guarantee there yeah. are some women listening to this that are like, this is my every Saturday night. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell her this is. Yeah, I would never go yeah. anywhere. That, uh, I, I'm still trying to figure out the burr in the saddle, but it all, well, it all I makes sense. I know what she means now. now that She's like, you up there playing all these songs that I like, and I'm into what you're doing, and now you ain't going to continue doing it. Mm-hmm. See, that's, that's your unspoken signals you were giving her. You were playing songs. Right. <laughs> that she liked. She's like, you played such and such. I don't remember what song she says. That's my favorite song. And I'm like. Do you think I knew that and in and, and somehow I've never met you in my life. I, I knew that and then played this and this was for you, even though I never looked at you or did anything towards you specifically. It was Yep. She was she had been drinking, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is this a this is a different place than the other one you were talking about that was cool? Um no, this is the place that if if you and Rob came here that we would do a DKE show. Oh, so that is that same place. It's awesome. Yeah, because the video screen alone is is huge. I'll send you some pictures. It's a cool venue. And look, this this woman was it was inappropriate and it was it was it, ended, it turned out totally fine. I was never like 
concerned that, you know, I was never like, um, I feel, you know, um, un- I was uncomfortable in a, this is, uh, y- y- she needs to back off a little bit, kind of uncomfortable way. I was never like threatened or it, no, no, nothing, nothing, nothing compared to what I'm sure like KJ, like you said, most women go through if they go out to places like this mm-hmm. on a regular basis mm-hmm. on a weekend. So, but it just, it's, it was a little, a little too much. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to say, come on. But it, you know, it, it really, the, the, it was, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to speak for you and say it was totally worth it for the, you can't put a burr in the saddle phrase that you now have learned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it was something else. <laughs> it was something else. Real thoughts. Real Yeah, I have a few things that I have real thoughts about, but I really kind of want to know what your real thoughts are on these issues. Mm-hmm. I got two things. I'll start I'll start with the one that happened first. So this was <laughs> like the unlike the Twitter timeline, I'll start with the one that happened first. There, yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's good. Yeah. Um taking shots at Twitter. <laughs> So this happened a few months ago, actually, when we were in D.C. for Jingle Fest. Mm. And I wasn't going to use this person's name, even though she said, use my name. Go ahead, use my name. Always use my name. Um, mm. And I still won't use it, but let's just say, let's just say that she gets done. So this, <laughs> this, this is what happened. So she, <laughs> go ahead. Username. Bonnie Burko. Yes. So Bonnie Burko says she was telling the Hall of Famer and I or that that she was given some coffee beans, um, really good coffee beans by a friend, but they don't have a coffee grinder. Mm-hmm. So what did Bonnie gets it done Burko do? She took those coffee beans to Trader Joe's ground and ground the beans in their grinder. Mm-hmm. So my question is, is, you know, is this fair or foul? Is this okay? Luke, let's I, I, start with you. Okay, so I'm not, I'm not a coffee expert. I, um, think, so, I don't think that's the wait issue. A minute. Well, You're it, not a coffee connoisseur? <laughs> the, the reason I bring that up is because how does, how does this even work? So tr- Trader oh, Joe's okay. has a coffee grinder. Yes. Where, yep. where is it located? Is it, like, available for like just out in the aisle somewhere yeah, or is it yes. like yeah yep. it's next to like the coffee beans yep. you, so you, it's right there you scoop your beans out put it in the grinder grind it put it in the so, bag so take it the, to the counter pay for it okay so you you grind the be- the beans right there and then you buy them that's how uh, it works yes. normally yeah yes. yes yep okay so so it's not like uh it's not like you're buying coffee from trader joe's uh like already pre-made well you are well pre-made uh, can, you can case, no. you can buy pre-made or you can buy whole beans and open the box or the the bag and grind it and then take it up and pay for it. Because Trader Joe's is fancy and it's you know bougie, so you got to be able to do your own thing. And I'm sure if if they had a meat counter, you could like cut your own meat or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, they do a have a meat counter store. actually, but I don't think you can. Can you cut your own no, meat? So it's so. fancier the more work you have to do yourself. 
Is that yeah. absolutely a hundred percent? Do you not live in the millennial world that we exist in now? Apparently not. I I try not to. You wouldn't catch me at a Trader Joe's. I'm sorry. I I, I think they do have restaurants where you like cook your own food, right? Yes, they do. Yeah, that to me that is not the more fancy it is, the more people wait on me. <laughs> Absolutely. If I'm, pay, I mean, I could do that in my house. I'm pay if I'm going out and paying somebody, I want to do as little as possible. If yes. they, if I could pay to have somebody put the food in my mouth, I would. So according to Trader Joe's philosophy, is actually it, no, it, I wouldn't it, do that because I'm too germaphobic. <laughs> <laughs> According to Trader Joe's philosophy, though, the more you do, the more appropriate it is, right? Yes. So if you bring your own coffee beans <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to the store, then you're, you're just following the Trader Joe's philosophy. Yes. You're, 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 you're one-upping Trader Joe's is what you're doing. You're taking it a step further. Okay. Absolutely. So, Luke, you're saying this is, this is okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> more importantly, though, WWJD. What would Jolene do? Oh, I, she wouldn't do this. She wouldn't no, do this. She wouldn't do no. this. No, um, she's not using a microwave. She's not using a coffee grinder. Uh, true. I, I, don't, I don't think I'm doing this either because I I feel like people would be suspicious of me taking it out and not paying for it afterward. If that's how it normally works, right? Well, if they don't stop you, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, if they don't stop you, then they might think you're. They still might. It's still. Has the appearance of shoplifting, right? Ah, the appearance, yes. the optics, keeping up appearances. <laughs> yes, and I have so, long since abandoned that. Well, I use that as an excuse for my kids to not bring stuff into stores that I don't want them That's to bring good, into stores. Uh-huh. I say, yeah. well, well, if you bring that, that in, then they're going to think you have to pay for it. Yeah. yeah. If you take it in, you have to leave it there. So now I don't actually mean that, but I use that as an excuse. And now here's something my dad used to do that doesn't, that um, is not shoplifting. It's very, it's actually the opposite of it's very being very honest. And I wondered if either of you two have ever done this. He would go through the aisles and he'd take a Snickers bar down or whatever Mars bar, eat it, keep the wrapper, and then have him scan the wrapper on the way out. Oh, hundred okay. percent. I've done this. Almost, yeah. Probably seventy-five okay. percent of the time, I go shopping. That's fine. I will eat or drink. So something. that's fine. fine. Okay. Yeah. See, I was when oh, I yeah. was a young girl, I was mortified by that. I'm like, you can't do that. Now I see there's no problem with that. You're paying for it. Who cares if it's in your yeah, stomach yeah. or in the wrapper? Right. Absolutely. Right. Um, the, so here's, here's what I would say: fruit here's, here's, in a, like eating a banana and put the banana peel up there. Well, then they <coughs> can't said, weigh it. I ate though. this banana. Isn't it? Don't they, don't they sell bananas by pound? No, I, I think, think they sell them no, by the bunch. No, I think it's I think it's quantity, not. Uh, oh well, that must be different in in Minnesota because we we sell our Minnesota bananas by by the pound here. I, th- I think it depends on the fruit type. Yeah, because like oranges and stuff or apples, if they're separate, yeah, you, you sell it. It's like so many dollars per pound or whatever. Yeah, it might depend on the fruit type, and I'm telling you that in Minnesota, bananas are sold by the pound. Well, I mean, then I'm getting off cheap because I'm just paying for it. Yeah, exactly. Deal. Okay, go ahead, Luke. You were saying <laughs> okay. you were saying. Okay, that's their own so fault. Here's, don't, here's my don't make here's my actual thought. Eatable. I think I think you just when you walk in, you go up to the the person, the counter, or, or somebody that works there, and you say, "Hey, I'm going to go grind these things, and I brought these in just to let you know so that uh, you don't think that I'm taking them off the shelf and walking out with them." 
So, yeah, so, so you're that's gonna alert reason. the staff ahead of time. You yeah, yeah, you alert them ahead of time so that they know that care. you didn't like pick them up off of, uh, you know, you didn't scoop aisle them four. out out of the aisle and then mm-hmm. not pay for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but then you're not gonna buy anything else. You don't have to. You don't have to buy anything. Okay. It. I mean, they they have they can say no, you can't do that. Right. You, right. right. So this is kind of like next, using the, the next statement should be try and stop me. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> grind this. Exactly, grind this. I love that. Slide it in. Grind this burr. Slide it in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think that Luke's. Here I go again. I think that's kind of like on my own. Wait. Yeah, in the still of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that kind of like you don't have? Is this if love? you go if you go and That's use the, the restroom songs I know. and you don't do you go do you have to tell them I'm just going to use the restroom and then I'm going to leave or is that totally un uh, no, not because, related because you're not no 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 he's, it doesn't no, he's look not like talking about, about steal something yeah. if correct you're in the yeah restroom. yeah he's well, covering himself later paper on and he, electricity he's, and water and you're stealing air then if by walking in there in the first <laughs> yeah. place. Well, so if that's you get offered that as a free service. The the coffee beans aren't offered as a free service. They don't give away. But the grinder is offered as a right. free service because they don't they sh- unless they charge you extra to grind the beans that you're paying for. Then if it's baked into the cost of the bean, mm-hmm. which it has to be, I'm sure they're not charging you like okay, you ground this, so that's an extra forty five cents use of the grinder. So the grinder is implied or put out there as an uh, unchargeable. What's what, what's the word I'm looking for? As a free, it's a free, <laughs> free, free service or unchargeable. Yeah. I like that. My brain is not working. An unchargeable expense. Uh, <laughs> then slide it in the. So they're they are they are saying, here's our grinder. Use it. Unless it specifically says, no beans in this grinder unless you bought them here. Yeah, and it doesn't, and that's I'm I'm with I understand I'm you know I'm a proponent if it doesn't say like restrooms are for paying customers only, um, right? Yeah, if it says I'm that, fine with it. it, but even if it wait, even if it even does, if rest, if, I still sometimes use the restroom and not buy anything. Yeah, because I'd be like, I just up. made a deposit in your yes. restroom. That's your payment. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty sure yes, Jolene would say this is absolutely black and white. You cannot do this unless you are buying Trader Joe's beans. I think, and I think the Hall of Famer would probably be with Jolene. Um, she's not here right now to ask. But I think if you, you must buy something if you're going to do this. I think that's your own guilty conscience. Maybe. It could be. And there's nothing wrong with that. that's my moral look, code, I guess. Yeah, you should. Li- yeah, absolutely. You should do what you feel is right in this particular circumstance, in these types of circumstances. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you know you what you feel is I should steal everything and set the store on fire. <laughs> you should you should live by what you feel is right. And if the people there, and if like Luke said, if you want to ask them for whatever reason, if you want to ask them just to mm-hmm. make it make sure they know you're not stealing something, or if you want to ask them in order to get permission before you use the grinder, absolutely go and do that. But then don't say to other people, and you should do it the way I do it. Right. But. Actually, I'm... And don't look down on those other people because you like you think, well, you know, I would have asked or, uh-huh. you know, I wouldn't do this at all. So, therefore, you know, you're, you know, you're unethical. 
Now, am I being hypocritical? No. Because just this past week on the way to the Boundary Water Babes trip, I had mm-hmm. my coffee, but I usually have iced coffee, and I was staying at Rachel, the food correspondent to this podcast, house the night before, and she did not have ice yes. cubes. So I went to the gas station, and we specifically went in to buy something because I wanted their ice. Mm-hmm. Now I could have, I would, I had no problem going in there and just taking the ice out of the machine, but the Hall of Famer said, "No, we must buy something." So if I feel like I can go in and just take the ice, then how is that That's different for me? Not just taking use the using the grinder without buying anything. Technically, that's worse because you're taking something from them and not just using the service. Yeah, well, I mean, you could argue that you're using, you're putting wear and tear on the grinder. You know, you're putting wear and tear on the ice machine. Plus, you're taking something. You're taking something physical from the store that you're not right. Paying for. So how you know how is that different? You're right. It could be worse. So I don't really know where I stand on these things. It must just be a minute to minute thing for me. I have no <laughs> when, moral. When codes. you use the ice machine at the gas station, you're paying for the drink with ice. Correct. So you're sort of paying for the ice whenever you use the ice machine. But, but she's yeah, but, but I'm she's not. For the ice. I had the yeah, coffee. She's not already. paying for any of it, but not the yeah. time. Yeah. So you're saying that yeah. the Hall of Famer is probably correct in coming in to buy something in that case. Um, I'd be more reluctant to way, buy yes. the or to to take the ice than to use the grinder. I would too. If I was going if I was going to rank these, I would definitely use the grinder before I would take the ice. Okay. I, I would do it all. And honestly, I would probably just put like a twenty dollar bill on the counter and be like, "Here you go." I'm, I have, I own your store now. I, you have 30 minutes in. to get out. I'm doing, I'm doing what I do. Yeah, really. That's because that's how I do things is not to say, obviously I'm joking when I'm like, get out or, you know, the, the, I'm here, boy, go, go do my, fetch my yeah, stuff. I would love I'm, to that's not what I'm talking that. about. Yeah. No, but I, if I go into a place and I'm going to use their services, I don't mind saying like, you know, here's $5. Thank you for like tipping them. Basically. Mm -hmm. Thank you for letting me do this. You can't really charge me for this. I mean, you could, but you're not gonna. So in order for, for your time and your effort for standing there, here's, here's $5. Because I believe in tipping and over tipping and over over tipping. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I would, if you really, if really to get down to it, I would give them money, even if I didn't buy anything. And if they're like, you have to buy something, I'd be like, Okay, here's, you know, a dollar's worth of gum or candy bar or whatever that I'll give to my kid. Here's five dollars. Keep the change. That's because it's it, it's it's worth if I feel like I'm getting a useful service for them, I am glad to pay the money, even though it's not a physical product. Well, I do feel better than that. The Hall of Famer convinced me that we need to buy something. So you heard it here first. The Hall of Famer was right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And but but. I will say don't do it because you feel like the store is going to make you do it or like the appearance of it or the optics of it or to belay your guilt of, of right. about something. If you don't want to do it and it's not required, don't don't feel like you need to do it. But if you but if you personally feel like you need to do it, then do it. I was a little on the fence on that one. Um so I didn't mind I- I was just going to go get the ice. But then when the Hall of Famer right. said, no, we need to buy something, I didn't say, no, we don't. I'll just go in real quick. I was on the fence on it. So I just went with what she wanted to do. Didn't mean that much yeah. to me. Wasn't that important. 
Right. And that's what, that's what I'm saying. If one person has a strong conviction about it and the other person is just like, yeah, either way, then let the person, let the person with the stronger conviction about it make the decision mm-hmm. in that case. But I do think I, that I, I would not grind the beans without buying. And I do think it must have to do with appearances because like Luke said, I do not yes. want to appear that I'm shoplifting. Yes. It must be. Because why else will I have and a problem I, with that? I'm of the nature where I want ice. to appear. This is a weird thing about me, which here we go. I want it to appear like I'm taking something for free <laughs> or stealing from them. I want other customers to go like, he, he just took that. Mm-hmm. And why? It's something about me. Oh, I told okay. you it was weird. All right. So, Luke, what were you going to say? I, I was just going to say that, I mean, I think the definitive take on this is that you can't put the burr in the saddle. Yeah. You just can't put the burr in the saddle <laughs> and not grind it. You can't. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. If you're going to grind those coffee beans, you got to pay for them. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Now, my first question when, when Bonnie told me this was, did you buy anything? Because that's what I felt should have been done. It, that's, what it felt, that's what I felt I should, would have done. She said, yeah, I bought $50 worth of groceries, but even if I hadn't, I would have done it. So, boom. Love There it. you go. Yep. Yeah. That's a, I, look, I'm not going to a store just to buy ice or grind coffee beans either. So that's, if I'm there, I'm going to be buying something. Mm-hmm. Well, she did I go might, there I, with the express purpose of grinding the beans, but then she bought stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. This is more of, yeah, what sh- can you believe this and what would you do in the aftermath? So when we were in Montana, okay. we went out to eat at a restaurant. Uh, oh, they have yes, restaurants, they have in, restaurants Montana. in Montana. No, I can't believe this it. This was a restaurant slash it. golf course. The golf course was something else <laughs> and it's story for a different day. But the <laughs> restaurant, so we get there and there's about six of us and we're we're. This happened on the Summer of Littles 2 night. So I actually tweeted out a picture from this restaurant. Um, cool. but so the waitress says, okay, so here are the desserts and these are homemade and this, it is tiramisu and strawberry shortcake. And so then a couple people ordered strawberry shortcake and it came out in this nice little glass container and it looked to be like a layered. So there was some strawberry shortcake stuff on the bottom and then there was whipped cream and, and then some strawberries. And it was like a parfait type of appearance. I was going to say parfait. Yeah. yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. It was very pretty. And then on top was a little whipped cream and maybe a string or a stream of Hershey's chocolate syrup or something. And On strawberry shortcake? Yeah, on the top. Just a little chocolate? bit of chocolate. Yeah. Nah. Uh-uh. So, and they were seven dollars, and the the waitress was like, "Yeah, but she she homemade homemade tiramisu, homemade um, strawberry shortcake, seven dollars." Okay, okay, per I gotta recipe. stop you right here. I gotta stop yeah, you right here. Yeah, go ahead. Were you in someone's home? No. Was it? Did they send out to someone's home to get this item for you? No, not at then home. It's not homemade. It, it could have been brought in. It's possible. It could have been made but somewhere and brought in, yes. Unlikely. Okay, well. This is not, this is, that's, they don't understand what the, what the definition of homemade is. Oh, no, they don't, because okay. I've got to finish this story. So, my, my cousin, when it comes out, looks at it, and she's like, God, that looks exactly like the um, strawberry shortcake they have, that they sell at Costco. I know it's from Costco. Oh, yes. And uh, she's like, I'm going to check this out. So we get home from Montana, and I get a text a couple days later with a picture of 
two boxes side by side at Costco. Tiramisu strawberry shortcake. The exact <laughs> same stuff. A six pack for six ninety nine, and they sold us one for seven dollars. Yes. Homemade. That's awesome. Now, if you just I guess the homemade part in their opinion Wait, would be did, throw on a chocolate drizzle on the top. Does Costco that, say theirs is homemade? <laughs> yes, that, that literally was my question. Is it is it homemade strawberry shortcake on the box at Costco? Uh, no, I don't think it did, but I do have the picture and I will show you. That's ridiculous. You can't do this. You just can't. No, do you this. cannot do this. You shouldn't do this. So this is a this is a awful awful thing to do to mm-hmm. people. Terrible. Worst thing in the history of the world. <laughs> and so my are, mom are thought we sure that it was we should... the exact same one, or just the recipe from the other one. It the presentation was exactly the same, and it was in a it was in the same of type of yeah. container. Everything was the same. The container yeah, was the same. Yes. The container okay. was the same. The layering was the same. The only thing different was the chocolate drizzle on the top. <laughs> that, that is funny <laughs> that when you started this story, I had no idea where this was going. And I was like, okay, they don't understand the definition of homemade. Uh, no, they don't. <laughs> and, yes. and so we wondered if the waitress so, <laughs> was in on this conspiracy or if it was just the cook telling everybody it was homemade so they could brag mm. about it. My cousin thinks the waitress was in on it. And my mom thinks that we should write something up on, oh, what's the website for? Yelp? Yeah, Yelp. Or something like that. Like to review the restaurant? Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I did, I'm not taking the time to do that, but my cousin might, because she was like, I swear, this is from Costco. And she sends me the picture <laughs> with the caption, boom. <laughs> That's funny. So was the, any of this known at the time that you were still at the restaurant? I think she mentioned it while we were eating, while we were paying, and we got the bill. Yeah, it sounded like to me she had an inclination that this but, was going on. And she's like, no we gave that waitress a $40 like tip, she said in the text. Woo. Oh, yeah. It was an expensive place. It's a good tip. Well, when, you're, when your $7 dessert yeah, is pricey. 99 cents at Costco, you know, yeah. you're making some money. <laughs> Montana taking advantage of the of the... Tourists coming through. Yeah, well, you kind of have to go out of the way for this place, so I don't know how many tourists were actually there. I, yeah, this, this is wrong, is, right? I mean, this is obviously wrong. WWJD yes. should be totally against this. It's they're lying. They are lying. Yeah. Yeah, but you know that there are restaurants out there that go out and have they buy like frozen, you know, chicken patties or fro- like. And I'm not talking like frozen that they deliver get delivered the raw meat. I'm talking about. They go in by like the Mrs. Paul's fish sticks and they put it on a plate and call it, you know, and act like they made it themselves or they reheat some, mm-hmm. you know, microwave yep. lasagna and throw it out there and call it, you know, homemade. It just not nah, just that. Ha- I, I imagine I feel like that happens more than not in most cases. Now, this would so, be fine, though, <laughs> if, it wasn't, no sense, if you don't you know claim I mean. it's homemade, I guess it would be OK. It's still kind of. I still think unless you're look. Definitely saying homemade is wrong, mm-hmm. but to do, but to, to not put on the menu from Costco? or not tell people yeah. up front, it's from, it's, I think you, you need to give to attribution. I think you need to give attribution. Yeah. You got, you, yeah. You have to give credit where credit's due or it's unethical. Yeah. I, I come, but I, you cannot go and have served like a chicken, you know, chicken, some sort of chicken entree that you got from 
the frozen food section at the grocery store, upcharge it, put it in the microwave, put it on a plate, and act like you cooked it. I feel like you have to be upfront with that stuff and be like, "This is frozen chicken, you know, yeah. fr- frozen Mrs. Paul's chicken patty, you know, twelve ninety nine. You because it it's. I feel like this happens more than than it should, and it's wrong. Oh, I'm sure it does, and maybe people listening will. <laughs> Give all kinds of stories and make me so, never want to go out to eat again. Yeah. But, I mean, there there should be, like, regulations or something on this, shouldn't there? I mean, you, like, when you buy groceries, they have, like, certain things you have to put on the packaging or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't, you shouldn't be able to say something is homemade when it's not. And especially if you there is bought it already thing. pre-made from somebody, some other company, mm-hmm. and then... Yeah, yeah, it's totally wrong. I feel like this happens a lot, and I don't, I don't think there's a this, government regulation about how restaurants have to. I think they have to put you like what's in it, but you can say it's, it's homemade if it's not homemade. Well, I'm wondering if the whipped cream or the chocolate drizzle. I think the whipped cream might have been added. If that counts as the homemade part, because you altered it in slightly, in, <laughs> yeah, what it is slightly. The, yeah, what is the? But, what but is was the that done? Part was that, that done in a home or was that done in the restaurant? Right. It was. Yeah. A, this is restaurant. My made. whole thing is people. Yes, exactly. Call it restaurant made. It's think, not homemade. Do you live in the restaurant? No, it's not a home. <laughs> no, this is this is the, that's what I was talking about with homemade. But, what, but yeah, why I think is what homemade saying, better Lucas, anyway? I mean. Isn't that... Believe me, it's not. You're going to the restaurant to eat professional cooked food, I want food, professional right? made food is what I want. <laughs> right? That's what I, I want. professional made food. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, when yeah, I think of homemade, made I think, strawberry yes, shortcake would there, be great. Is, there is less additives. There is, there, there, this isn't coming from a box. This is coming from real fresh ingredients. That's what I think of as homemade. So, so, so it's like fresh caught fish when they say that at the restaurant. Yes. Which they might be lying about that because how how fresh does fresh have to be? Well, yeah, to be Yo, define fresh, fresh caught. I mean, mm-hmm. they caught it at some point. Yeah, and right. it was, was fresh it at some point. <laughs> it was fresh and caught at some point. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to be on the plate. Exactly. I, look, here's here's the thing with homemade is it has a connotation of just like mom used to exactly. make when I was growing up, and it's it, it's it is supposed to spark this nostalgia and this you know longing and this sentimentality that i think is complete garbage most of the time when it comes to this kind of stuff and there's a place for that stuff that is not related to food but we tie it to food so much because a lot of times growing up food conveys love and it's like when people advertise peanut butter and be like made with love like mom did what if your mom didn't love you what about that so it's we try to to convey love through food. And you can't look, you can lovingly make food for somebody. But to call but to just call it homemade and trying to convey that that emotion through the food and made it a restaurant, that guy back there in the back or woman who made the food for you at the restaurant, professionally made in a lot of cases, and could be awesome, is not doing it out of love for you. They don't even know you. So no, and I can argue that they don't. We should even not want use homemade there, because uh, they're, they're ready. They're ready to close up and go home because they're probably getting paid the same amount, either how much food they're making or not. Uh, what what yeah. connotation does it give it if it says uh, "strangers homemade"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going into somebody's house that you don't know, and they're making food for you. 
I ain't eating that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should have known something was up when uh, we called to make reservations and it was originally going to be uh, six people and then we added a seven. So we called back and said, can we change that reservation to seven? And he said, yeah, but don't bring anybody else. I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have known from that from that moment. That... This, this is the Los yeah. Angeles Angels of Anaheim. That's what this mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. You got it. It's putting a different spin on a name of something in order to get across what you're trying to get across, and it's so people who live in, so people who live in Anaheim can be like, yeah, we have a baseball team, but also the team can be like, yeah, we're from Los Angeles. It's, it's all nomenclature ridiculousness. Yes, it is. It's like a burr in a saddle. Yep. <laughs> That's going to be around for a while, I think. And what is the, the difference the between a burr and a spur? Because. Well, you know what a burry is, right? Well, I, when I think of saddles and horses, I think of spur on the cowboy's boot. Right, right. That is correct. That's, these, these are totally different things. A burr is like a little prickly, yeah. like a plant, like, like a, a plant, plant yeah. like a seed or something. It's yeah. yeah. got like prickles on it. Uh-huh. It gets under the saddle and it's constantly rubbing and irritating the horse because the saddle is pressing it down. Completely uncomfortable. Horse. Right. Yes. You don't want that. Well, slide it in. <laughs> 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 Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, yeah, he's been with us for the whole show. Can we move on now, please? Hey there. Thanks for listening to the podcast so far, and we hope you've enjoyed it. We know you have plenty of other things to do than listen to this nonsense. And speaking of other things to do, I also have other things to do. So let me get right to the point. You. Us. Feedback. Give it. 406-905-1912. Nine cents for the first minute. Four ninety nine for each additional minute. Uh, do we have any feedback burrs this week? Yes. And speaking of Twitter, we will do, we'll do Twitter. Twitter feedback. Uh, we have a few comments relating to the quiz we took with Brad last episode. Nice. Cool Aunt Claire at Cool Aunt Claire. Listening now and waves of relief are washing over me as I hear another old fart working a cri- quiz. Thank you, Brad Weiss. <laughs> yeah, he, he nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. good. Uh, the next one is from Jay Brazi at J-B-R-A-Z-I-I. Yeah. That's James Brazy. Yeah, James Brazy. Mm-hmm. Brad Weiss has infinite patience. The day the earth stood still <laughs> was bad enough, but my head would have exploded over the Manchurian <laughs> candidate. Stop what you're doing, in parentheses he writes, reading Twitter, and watch these iconic masterpieces. The originals, of course. I don't so, think I'm, I'm definitely not see watching a movie from the 1950s. So no. I haven't seen either of those. Uh, mm. The Manchurian Candidate, I definitely guessed way before it was actually spoken on a quiz. <laughs> <laughs> what about The Day the Earth Stood Still? Uh, that one was a little harder. Um, mm-hmm. it, and it didn't last as long. I, I mean, it, it, was, it was approaching. It, it wasn't Beetle. It wasn't Beetlejuice, but it was getting there with nice. The Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I I think we eventually did get Manchurian Candidate, didn't we? We nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was nailed. I obviously, mean, we got yeah. all the questions right. So I don't know what people are I talking know. about. Um, <laughs> from the quizmaster himself, Bob Walsh at Adadaya. For the record, 
With respect to quizzes prepared by Adadiah, the hosts of Speak Tangents have, one, taken 14 long-form quizzes of 10 questions, two, taken seven short-form quizlets of six questions or fewer, and three, nailed them all. Hashtag thanks for playing, hashtag Tangy proud. Oh, no. (laughs) It's official, but that last hashtag, I cannot. Yeah. Let's move on. So I I, I was... I was with him with the fact that he was he was recording stats mm-hmm. and, and oh. putting them out there. So Ooh, I appreciate yes. that. Yes. And I will say that he has submitted more quizzes. Cool. Yes. Um, that last hashtag, um, unfortunately for Jason, segues perfectly to this tweet from Adam Benson at Benson underscore the comic. Come on, everyone knows fans of Speak Tangents are called tangerines. I believe my representative in this case has spoken, so I know yes. no longer need to say anything else. Um, Sully from Boston at Rice Twist. KJ! Exclamation point. KJ! Exclamation point. KJ! Exclamation point. The woman to whom I'm related by parenting, I'm going to guess, P, parenting, and I watched The Queer Eye with Michelle Kwan tonight. Only for the women to whom I'm related by parenting to tell me her sisters and mom are at a wedding with Michelle Kwan tonight. Q-E, 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 Q-E. Hashtag feedback friend. Hashtag SOT. Hashtag Sea of Thieves. <laughs> I was about to ask if you needed somebody to smack you in the head to break you out of that loop. <laughs> Those QEs, but that's how many you put in there. I read it like it, like it shows, like it comes. Perfect. So, yeah. Like, I guess that's Q-E, isn't it? So they went to Michelle Kwan's wedding or at a wedding where Michelle Kwan was attending? It says with Michelle Kwan. I would think it would say of Michelle Kwan. But a wedding to with Michelle Kwan. You know, you know, it could be like and with Michelle Kwan. Yeah. You know, like they do with the credits. Yeah. yeah. I think so it was a know. Michelle Michelle Kwan was present at the wedding, I, but she wasn't the bride. Somebody yeah, like gave Michelle Kwan Michelle as a Kwan. present? Like featuring. Yeah. yeah. Introducing Michelle the, Kwan. Yeah. <laughs> either either way, whether she was at the wedding or in it, it's still QE. Yeah, no, it's not QE, but it's it's cool. Okay. She was she was the wedding skater at the at the wedding. Yes, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> Instead of a band, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah, just the had wedding skater at the reception. Yeah, yeah. They did a first dance on the ice. Ice dancing. So, that, that would be pretty cool. I, I got a question. The thing I'm hung up on here is the P. Yes. Are are we sure that's parent? I mean, we are that, absolutely not sure. Okay, it's what do you that think could it be is? a lot of things. Well, the first thing that so, popped into my head was pasta. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but it could be anything. So I was thinking partnership, like that's his partner because oh, maybe yeah. they're not technically married, yeah, but they by cohabitate. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. So just to clarify, or this is a, or he's or he filed an LLC. They're, or they're in an LLC maybe, together. You know. I mean, if it's pasta, that just means that somebody made something homemade for him. Exactly. So yeah. Well, hopefully not stranger made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. no. So for people that don't well, I mean, have this related, in front so of them and they can't, they're not reading it and they don't know what we're talking about. I said the woman to whom I'm related by parenting, but he tweeted T-W-T-W-I-R-B-P. Right. Which right. is typically the woman to whom I'm related by T-W-I-R-B-M. Yes. Marriage. Not, not bowel movement, but by marriage. Yes, not bowel movement. But so Which pasta are both be crappy pasta, at times. Pizza. Pizza. Uh, party. I'm glad you're stuck on Italian parties. Food here. Yeah. 
So I'm going to stick with parenting, but partnership could also be right. Yeah, I guess we'll have to. Is the first P word that I think of. Yeah. <laughs> I am not going to reveal the first P word that I think of. <laughs> okay, this next tweet, listening to Brad Weiss on speaking at tangents with KJ and Jason, and I'm not a college professor, but I'm pretty sure if both parents have red hair, parenthesis, two recessive genes, parenthesis, it means it's very likely, not unlikely, that their offspring will have red hair. Hashtag Gregor Mendel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. And I think Brad acknowledged that, that he was totally he wrong. Yes, he did. Well, he didn't say totally wrong. He was just, you know, he acknowledged that Neil was right in that case. Yes. He still nailed it. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. And, and now for more food, por- the, the more food portion of the show. We've already talked about shortcake and tiramisu. Homemade. Um, Jolene Wojcik at J-M-R-W-O-J-C-I-K says, liked your discussion of the shake with everything included. Here is the kitchen sink, one of our favorites at Disney World. A scope of every flavor. I think she meant a scoop. A scoop of every yes. flavor and every single topping served in a sink, exclamation point. And she includes this picture. And it does. It looks like everything and the kitchen sink. It looks disgusting. I don't know how I feel about this picture. There is no way I'm eating that. It kind of looks good, but at the same time, it looks very disgusting. I see like, it looks like an Oreo in there in the middle. Like, and some shortcake. I wonder if they got that shortcake at Costco. This looks like they took a bunch of Hostess cakes, various brand, various uh, Hostess cakes and unwrapped them and threw them in a pile of whipped cream. And put drizzled chocolate and cherries on top of it. Yeah, it kind of, it does kind of look well, disgusting. If they drizzled the chocolate, then that's homemade. Right, yeah. exactly. Legally. Now, uh, you know what it looks Allegedly. like Allegedly. You know, it looks to me like what they did is they served desserts to like 50 other people. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they this didn't is the finish leftovers. all of yeah. their desserts. <laughs> and they scooped it onto one and plate. They, and they were like, we don't want to just throw this out. Yep. That, so they just, they just scooped it all up and threw it in a sink. And then Someone will eat this. Else. Yep. Absolutely. And then they, well, they then they marketed it by showing selling T-shirts for twenty five dollars that said, "I ate the whole kitchen sink. I ate and everything could, and the kitchen sink at no, Disney." And take a picture of you. Then you'd have to yeah. eat the kitchen sink part if you're gonna. Yeah. Find I wonder if that's <laughs> edible. Well, see, I think Luke is right, and the reason they serve it in a kitchen sink is not because, and they got the idea to name it the kitchen sink mm-hmm. came after the fact that this was stuff that was scraped off the plates into the back sink in the back of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it was about to go down the garbage disposal. The disposal like, yeah. Wait, and somebody I got an went, idea. oh, I got an idea. Yeah, 100%. Yep, probably. You're probably right, although I, you think that's why the name, not the phrase everything in the kitchen sink? You think it's I, I because think the, they put think, it all on top of the sink? I think after that, somebody said, hey, it's in the sink. We should call this everything in the kitchen sink. Yes. And they went, and they cackled maniacally because they're Disney and they're evil. <laughs> yeah. Look, we can, we can scrape this a whole little Disney bit more is money wholesome and great and awesome is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, that's what I mean. How they else probably, can we build I'm willing to money. bet that they sell t shirts that say this. Oh, that I eat the kitchen sink? Yes. I eat everything in the kitchen sink? At probably, Disney yeah. World. Yes. And then in small print at the bottom right, it's got the address of it, Disney World, so that you know what you reading the t shirt know where to go to get it. It's got the website, I bet. Maybe, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it does look disgusting, but at the same time I probably would take a fork and try some of this. 
There is no way I am eating any of this. Not a chance. And not you not either, Luke? Uh, if somebody else got it, I'd probably take a fork. Yeah, I'm not going to buy it, but I will try it. Hey, I, I like vanilla I would ice cream with nothing it. in it. So There's no way I would I don't even. It. I would not yeah, pay no. money for that. No. I don't even no. eat like banana splits. I want well, vanilla no. ice cream with nothing banana on it, like waffle cone. Well, yeah, this is what this is like magnified. This is the exponential logarithmic version of a banana split. But that, that's what you. But if you just take a fork, you can you can like find a, a segregated piece of. No, it's all been contaminated. This is sometimes <laughs> when foods touch. It's 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 they've been on the plate Shout in the sink John. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> it's know. Not, not happening. There are some fruits that are fine in ice cream. I don't like Mm-mm. fruit in ice cream, but I will eat. No. Uh, I do like a like a raspberry ice cream with chocolate, chocolate chunks. But bananas, keep your banana out of my ice cream. That's what she said. <laughs> don't slide don't it slide into it. the ice cream. Don't Is slide your saying? banana into my ice cream. <laughs> That's what she said. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, Todd Takei at Tooth Takei. Hey, KJ, put the State Fair reporter on this, please. And it's oh. some tweet from Modest Brewing, which is a uh, is going is obviously a Minnesota brewing com- brewer brewery. They tweeted some orange dreamsicle IPA beer that's mm-hmm. only being it's introduced brand new. It's only being sold at the Minnesota State Fair, which starts today. And the food correspondent is there today. Nice. But sorry, and by the way, I would no like to say Todd's gonna... Todd, her name is Rachel, not food reporter <laughs> or whatever he said. State fair. He did say state fair reporter. Yeah. But reporter Rachel. was not even capitalized. So that's what he thinks of Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, state fair is capitalized. Yes, yes. Reporter is not. Sorry, Todd. She, there's no way. And I've already told Todd that her quote was something like, even if I was a drinker, I would not try this or this sounds awful or something like that. Yeah, it doesn't sound appealing to me either. But I would wouldn't doubt it if she actually did do this for the sake of the podcast. So we'll see. If it's at the state fair, shouldn't it be like the fried APA IPA? Yeah, it Something should like be. That. Speaking of fried, Ed Butt did send us a picture of deep fried Oreos from the Illinois State Fair. Nice. Which nice, don't nice. I, I just would rather eat a regular Oreo. That that doesn't do anything yes. for me. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much for me. And finally, speaking of food. Speaking of food talk, I guess, Ed Butt at, speaking of Ed Butt, at EDB 1947, sent us an article, and he says, not enough food talk for you, question mark? Oh, boy. This could generate some. Going to Traverse City today might have to check out Slab Town. So he sent us an article, where to get the best burger in every state. From <laughs> TripAdvisor. Slab Town's not a euphemism for something else <laughs> that I don't know about. Well, uh... Maybe. It sounds like a, some sort of strip club or something. Yeah, so Slab Town Slab must Town. be a burger joint in Traverse City, Michigan. Oh, okay. So I, That kind of beef. Slide Different kind of beef. S- yeah. Exactly. I mean, I went there with my mind, but I didn't say it out loud, but thank you, Luke. I thought you were going to say, I went there, and I was like, what? Wait a minute, what? <laughs> well, by now, Ed probably has gone to Traverse City and tried Slab Town. Okay. <laughs> You'll have to tell us about it. So this article, I looked it up because I had a feeling that they were going to s- state the Matt's Bar in Minnesota, which is 
famous for the Juicy Lucy. They claim that they've invented it. Barack Obama has gone there and it's very touristy. And so I'm like, well, they're probably just going to say Matt's Bar. But they didn't. They said Kings in Meesville, which is only about 15 miles from here. And they would Mm. be spot on with that. Kings is very good. with. They have the best burgers. I would agree. Nice. But this is because it comes from TripAdvisor where actual people are rating it and it's not related to tourism. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what it says for Georgia. Have you been to the one in Georgia? Um, I could not get this link to open, so I will try. I'll try to look at it. What? What can you? What does the one for Georgia say? Um, I will open it because here I got it. I I couldn't Uh, get the link to open. Midtown Grill in Clarksville. Midtown Grill in Clarksville. I haven't been there, but it's not that far from me. So Clarksville's not that far, so I could go check it out. And what about South Carolina, Luke? What's it say for that one? They give the River City Cafe in Myrtle Beach. Oh, that sounds touristy. Well, probably. Well, Myrtle, Be- Myrtle Beach is like, uh, like, like tur- tourist epilepsy or something. Yes, it is. Mm. I used to go there. I spent seven summers there in a row as a kid. My family would go there because we lived in Virginia, so we'd drive down to Myrtle Beach every summer for a week or two. And it is, it is the most touristy beach place I've ever been in my life. Okay, is that the one with all, do people go there? Is that where Salty Dog Cafe is or Cafe? Isn't there a Salty um, Dog that everybody wears t-shirts? Isn't that in South Carolina somewhere? I I don't know. I I stay away from Myrtle Beach pretty much. Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't think I go there. So you. Put it. There's like a a miniature golf course like every five feet. Okay, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. (laughs) Put it this way. Our friend of the podcast, James Cunningham, likes to go there just on a whim and, and have his hat on backwards in a bar there. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I saw that picture, I think. Yeah. If you're it, looking to do that, it's the place to go. If like you, if I was going to be like, hey, I'm going to go somewhere for just like a, a day or a night and I'm not taking my family for a vacation, it's the place to be. If you want like a lot of low quality $5 t-shirts, yeah. Go there. Yeah, but I yeah. thought this was a mecca it's like for every other store. Like every store has like a door that's like a shark's mouth. Oh, that's sure. Like coming yeah. at you. Yeah. So this yeah. is not and a mecca and... for golf because I thought this was a golf place. They have a lot of golf too. Because I'd want to go there for that, but I don't need to go in these bars with cheap T-shirts. No, and every place it's like uh, here's your airbrush. Here's our here's the airbrush T-shirt section oh, of our yep. store. I see. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Okay. You know so, what I'm talking about. So uh, Myrtle Beach is like the uh, like the miniature golf uh, five dollar T-shirt sort of place, and then Hilton Head is like the fancy place. Oh yeah, and yes. both of them have golf. Do they have Trader Joe's in Hilton Head? Where you can grind your own beans because that's totally probably. fancy. They, they, they probably, probably only do. have Trader Joe's. Okay. Yeah, there's no other store. <laughs> yeah. And the, and then uh, Charleston is neither of those things. It's sort of in between. Myrtle okay. Beach is kind of the way I think of Myrtle Beach is the way I think kind of think of Atlantic City. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Oh, or uh, okay. Ocean City. City. Instead of gambling, instead of gambling in casinos, it's airbrush T-shirts and miniature golf. It's it's like okay. Ocean City in Maryland. Or New Jersey. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 Delaware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, like Jersey Shore. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to go there then. Thank you for but that. You've city. saved me some money. <laughs> yeah. It does have decent golf, but so do other places. Yeah. Yes. And not overly priced like I'm sure it is. And it is super touristy. 
Yeah, I don't like, need to go there. To the extreme. Okay, that's it. Um, I am clean. I have I made no errors last week, no Hall of Fame corrections. Wow. So I have a feeling we might get some. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Uh, Luke, thank you for... We may have to cut some stuff out before this is even posted. <laughs> right. Luke, thanks for making the time to be with us today. Appreciate Luke. it. Yeah, it was fun. All right. I will... Is there anything else? That's it. All right. Bye. 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 Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. Speaking of food and the Minnesota State Fair, there are quite a few new food options this year, such as the deep-fried dilly dog, which is a pickle stuffed with bratwurst dipped in batter and deep-fried. Fried tacos on a stick. Two stuffed tacos. One filled with green chorizo and potatoes and one filled with a vegetarian black bean and corn mix, deep fried, topped with crumbled cheese and a drizzle of guacamole salsa, and served on a stick. The Joey Mary, an iced coffee slushy topped with a skewer of gluten-free baked goods, including a chocolate bite, honey toffee crunch, and an almond cookie. And the Nordic waffles in Pebbles and Bam Bam and Al Pastor varieties. Two new fresh-made waffle wraps, Pebbles and Bam Bam with warm Reese's chocolate peanut butter cups and fruity cereal, and the Waffle El Pastor made with Mexican-style marinated pork, pineapple, onions, cilantro, and salsa verde. And none of these foods are advertised as homemade, which is good because I want state fair foods made in some sort of deep fat fryer, not in somebody's home or Costco. I mean, people came to the state fair for deep-fried things on a stick, so give them deep-fried things on a stick. Give them what they came for. Don't give them homemade. I guess what I'm really trying to say here is you can't put a burr in the saddle and then not ride it. Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you. Shepard.